And now a message from our sponsor. Hey everybody, it's Bootleg Captain, Captain Bootlegs here. Yeah. If you're like me, I bet you're enjoying this Toys, Toys on, on Tap, Tap podcast. Yeah, I am enjoying it, it's very nice. But did you know you can enjoy it more just by joining that Patreon? Oh, I did not know that. There are so many cool perks available on the Patreon for you. There's and also and Wow, that's really a lot of stuff if you ask Bootleg Captain. Captain I don't bootleg. understand. There were noises I couldn't hear with the person. So join today to support Toys on Tap podcast and Bootleg Art Toys. But if you're not in a position to join the Patreon, head on over to Apple iTunes and review and subscribe. That helps out the channel as well. Okay, I'll go rate it, I guess. And remember, listen to Toys, Toys on, on Tap. Captain Bootleg, the bootleg captain sent you. Why does he keep referring to himself in the third Can person? I stop with the stupid voice now? I'm not sure why you made me want to sound like a pirate. Oh, so that was a fake voice. Oh, yucko! I didn't realize it was just pretend voice. Oh, okay. What's up, man? What's up, dude? Are you working still? Oh, you're just starting to paint, it looks like. I'm getting ready. I got, a, I got some orders for some P-hips, so I'm getting ready to make some P-hips. Rad. Is that the normal just printing resin stuff? Uh, yeah, I, I got like a, my own like concoction of resin because a lot of like basic resin's pretty brittle, so got like a little concoction that I've made up that's yeah. like long, but it's a little bendy and it's not like super expensive. Dude, that's so rad. Well, I'm stoked that you're on Toys on Tap, my guy. Dude, I am so stoked to be on Toys on Tap. I've, I've listened to a shit ton of them. Hey, that's always good to hear. That's the support that I need when doing this. It's a great show, man. You're doing an awesome job. That's the goal. Um, you're making he. I mean, we're gonna obviously talk about he hips because you're like the innovator behind he hips. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 actually like a byproduct of the the original bastards idea, the bastards of the multiverse idea that I had because like uh, I wanted everything to be interchangeable with. Uh, the original He-Man toys. Mm -hmm. And then the original He-Man toys have these freaking rubber bands in them. Pretty difficult to, to fix a, fix some legs. So I was using ball joint on my, uh, bastards, the multiverse mock-up things that I was working on. And, uh, they just, they just fucking worked on regular heat on regular He-Man. So just kind of worked out. And uh, I posted it on on Facebook, and my my notifications just didn't stop for like four or five days. It was it was pretty crazy, dude. That's so sick. Uh, so I mean, before we go any further, please introduce yourself. Let people know who you are, what you're doing. Uh, my name's Justin. I'm Bastards of the Multiverse on on social media. I make uh toys like all kinds of different toys yeah why so here's the question right so you're going to be the first one i've ever even asked this question to why toys why like what is it about toys that has you like locked in so ever since i was a kid i would like tear apart my toys like every i tear apart everything just to see like how it works really into like that but uh back in the day man i used to tear apart my toys and like i would write comic books and then I would mesh like my toys together to match my comic books that I was, that I was making. Yeah. And, uh, I've just always, 
fucking love toys, man. I mean, and this is just like a little, a little bit of it. There's more upstairs. There's more in the other room. I mean, it's 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 getting out of hand now. But yeah, <laughs> I, I've had most of these since I was a kid. Yeah. So always been me and my brother used to make stop motion animation movies with our Star Wars toys and shit. So it's just always, it's always been with me. Yeah. Tell me like growing up, I don't know how old you are, but like growing up. I'm 40. Okay, great. So like eighties and nineties, you're in the hub of all the goodness that was the toy industry. And so what does it look like growing up having access to all these toys that some of us, like I I was born in 90. And so it's like, I didn't get some of them, but I got like the back end of a lot. Yeah, you got like the end of the Ninja Turtles and some some stuff like that. Hell yeah. Uh, well, when I was real little, I was really into He-Man. So like every time that my mom would take me into Walmart, I had to have a fucking another He-Man toy. Uh, even if I already had it. She's like, you got like three or four of those at home. Like, yeah, but I want that one. <laughs> yeah. You know, and uh and I'd kick and scream and cry in the floor. I was that, I was that kid, you know, the kid that people are just walking by, like what's wrong with that kid. But, but I always got, I always got the toy. So that was her, that was her fault. She shouldn't have, she should have been a little bit more strict on me. Uh, so then I, I collected, I mean, not collected, but I played with the He-Man toys and was super into that. And then like Ninja Turtles, freaking love Ninja Turtles. Still love Ninja Turtles. I don't know, man. I just and now it's just like if I see a toy and I like it, like I don't even really know what it is, but if I like it, I'm, I'll probably pick it up just because it looks cool or something, you know? Yeah. So is your collection like because of that? Is it just everything you see, or do you have some kind of specialized flow going? No, it's pretty much anything I think's cool. I I'll. I'll get it. Even if I don't know what it is, I'll, I'll still pick it up. Uh, mostly vintage stuff though. I don't really get it. Like, uh, origin stuff. I have been getting a lot of like the new origin stuff and like they keep re-releasing Ninja Turtles and the big boxes and it's got like six figures or something. And I keep buying all those, but, uh, mostly it's vintage stuff. Transformers, uh, He-Man, Star Wars, uh, Beast Wars, I mean, Star Trek. I even have like a ton of Star Trek stuff. Uh, Godzilla, love Godzilla, and I have a shit ton of that upstairs. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know. It's just I don't. I don't really. I don't really know why I'm so into toys. Like my brother. Like I was playing with toys up until I was like fucking fourteen years old. You know, like other kids are are like fucking transitioning into adult and shit i'm over here like still making you know making shit with me and my brother i mean it's just i i don't know that and skateboarding man so it's just been toys and skateboarding yeah geez so i like at some point you put the toys down do you still have any of those toys from when you were a kid i have most of my ninja turtle collection is from when i was a kid uh, all my He-Man stuff actually got burned up in a fire. Oh, so I would have actually had, I would have had all of those, which I don't want to get into how much I've spent trying to 
refined all those. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, most of them are from from a kid. I, I lost my dino riders. I really like to get those back, but uh, no, I have a shit ton of it. Yeah, the dino riders. I've only seen those one time in the wild. Like I don't see those ever. It was Tyco. So Tyco was, you know, a pretty pretty big brand at the time. I don't know if they still are or not. But uh, yeah, man, you had the VHS tapes. Mm-hmm. Just kept those over and over and over. Freaking loved the Dino Riders, especially the toys, because those things were just like they're just so cool. And like the little figures. I have some of them somewhere. Yeah, they're perfect size. They're like size. Yeah. Ben- beneath 375. They're like the perfect, yeah. Yeah, and the and the knees even yep. move. I mean, it's 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 great. It's I great. what I didn't love about so I when I was a kid I didn't have Dino Riders. I didn't find those until I was already thirty and I was stoked on it. Um, I just hate like each uh, I don't know what the dinosaur vehicle whatever you'd call it has so many little pieces. So finding it complete is just unreal. It's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I was actually looking. At- um, uh, the other day and I was like man I really want to try Trinosaurus Rex and it's like near complete it's like $500 you know near complete yeah I think the hard part the thing that I'm running into right now so like um, Cowboys of Mumesa was for some reason the line that I loved um, I have all the figures most of them are complete but I'm missing weapons and a hat for like three of them those weapons are so hard to find. And if you find them, the two little tiny guns are like 50 bucks. Yeah. I'm willing to spend it. I just can't find them anywhere. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's, it's ridiculous, man. Uh, so Shogun Godzilla, I don't if you've seen on my, on my page, I've been making these giant fucking recreations of the, the 1970s fucking Shogun Godzilla. With the working <laughs> tongue tongue and all that yeah okay yeah so that was like when i was a little kid wherever they didn't want me to go they would set that toy in there and i wouldn't fucking step foot in that room so i've been wanting one of those forever and finding one of those complete will set you back fucking tons like just the fist a repo of the fist is like 70 dollars and it's just like whoo so did you find like, do you own like a fully complete one now? I still don't own a complete one. Okay. I mean, ones I can make, but I've actually made those parts to work with it, but it's not the exact actual part. So, yeah, I still don't have a fist. Yeah. My dream is to like, I don't know. Everyone always posts their, I don't know if you go to swap meets, everyone always posts their like swap meet finds. And for some reason they go to these swap meets and just find vintage gold. I find shit. I find nothing good. Um, And it's like, I can't wait for the day that I walk up and someone has all this junk out and they don't know what they have. And I just say, great, I'll take all of it. 500 bucks. I'll take every box you got. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't I don't get lucky at the swap meets either. I uh or yard sales or any of that shit. I think like the luckiest I've got so far is I found like a a Tila. That's 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 it. Like 
I haven't really found it. I, man, I, and I go out and I search all the time. I hit up like Goodwills and like people are finding shit in bags at Goodwill and like not me. I call bullshit on the Goodwill ones all the time. I go and I never see anything. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, it's like most of the Goodwills around where I'm at, they don't even have toy sections. So it's like these people that find stuff, you've got to just be putting that in the bag yourself and making a good post because I never find a thing. And then like, what's crazy? I just saw one. Um, the other day, Pokemon was huge. That was like the thing when I was little. Um, and he found two booster packs at uh, like two originals at a shop or at like a Goodwill. No, no way. No way did that happen. Like I just the Internet is too good for someone to drop that off at Goodwill. And so I, I don't know. I will say this, though, about Goodwill. Uh, I, had, I had a girlfriend like long, long time ago who worked at Goodwill. And uh, one day she brought me home uh, all kinds of Star Wars uh, mini vehicles with the fucking the pilots and everything in them. I mean, she must have brought me home like 20 of these fucking things. So if if it does go to Goodwill, the people that are working there are snatching that shit up before it can get out to the floor or something. But she she did bring me home some some good shit at once from from a Goodwill. So that's the that's the key. I just heard that I need to quit my job and work at Goodwill. <laughs> so you had toys, so you, the love of toys, all that, and you're still like, at what point did you decide I want to start making toys? Because you, I though I wish we all just had that jump from when we were a kid to making it. None of us do. So like, how did how did you get to that point? Walk me through your life to get to the point of making toys. Well, actually, like casting and like, like actually making toys. Uh, I think I ran across the killer bootlegs. Yeah. Peter. And uh, I was like, oh, wow, this is fucking cool. And all of this stuff looked fucking awesome. Like, it just looked, it just looked great. And uh, so this was like, this is probably like 2016. And, uh, and then I found the, the you know, suck Lord and dollar slice bootlegs and that, that whole like casting or master casters, uh, video. Yeah. And I was like, this is fucking cool. And I've always been into toys. And I, like I said, I used to like smash my toys apart and like put different shit together and paint them and shit when I was a kid. So like what they, especially what, uh, killer bootlegs was doing with his uh with his figures it was kind of like the same kind of thing i was doing like when i was a little kid but they just went that extra step and actually like molded them and like cast them and once i once i found out that you can fucking mold and cast shit i was like yeah i'm fucking in because I've, I've i've always done sculptures and like painting and like my whole life i'm a graphic artist i'm a graphic artist professionally so like it was just like another thing where it's like, yes. And I'm always into like, even when I, I was a graphic artist in the skateboard industry for a long time too. And even when I was in that, I fucking, I was like, all right, I got to learn how to press a board. You know, yeah. I got to figure out how to fucking press a board. And I, I made skateboards 
for a little while there. So it was like, you know, I've always been like really into just learning shit. And this business right here, you have so much shit to learn. Like, I, I don't think I'll ever fucking learn it all. There's just, there's too fucking much. Yeah, there's not a, every time I get on a toy artist interview like this, every single time I am like bombarded by the amount of shit that I don't know. Every time I listen to one of yours, same, same kind of. And then, all right, so I was really, really stuck on doing this all by hand. I wanted to fucking sculpt everything, cast everything, mold everything, cast everything. And like, it was, it was, you know, I, I was really against the 3D printing side of it. I was like, yeah, because I went to college and uh, I wanted to be a cinematographer. That's what I wanted to be. But I learned like 3D Studio Max and like 3D programs and, and shit like that. And uh, so I have like a 3D background already, but I haven't really done anything with it in like fucking 20 years, you know, it's like 19 years. And uh, but I've always been really into sculptures and like I used to use me and my ex-girlfriend used to do sculpty all the time and like just just sculpt different shit. And um uh, so when I when I found out that you could fucking like actually make a toy at home, I was like all in, like wanted to learn it. And then I had a neighbor move in just like two years ago and he had a 3D printer. I'd never really fucked with one. I always thought they, you know, the prints kind of looked shitty. Every print that I seen from a 3D printer looked kind of like in person, looked kind of shitty. And you could see like the lines and stuff. But like he showed me this shit and I'm like, wow, this is fucking amazing. And I was already getting into Blender at the time because I was I was wanting to do like music videos for my, my friends' bands and shit. So I was wanting to learn <clears throat> 3D animation. We interrupted this broadcast of Toys on Top to bring you this. Meanwhile, in a galaxy of bootleg treasures. DOV2, we have an engine failure. We must crash land on DKE Toy Planet. Oh my, we're doomed. Wait, salvation. Hooray, we're saved, DOV2. Limited edition custom artist made action figures and DKE toys. Check out www.dkatoys.com for a full catalog. Hooray for custom action figures. DKE. On the cheap, blenders where to go. So I was already like fucking around with 3D shit again. And, uh, and then he shows me that fucking 3D printer stuff. And I'm like, holy shit, really? And then that's when I kind of said, fuck it. I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn how to do this 3D printing stuff now. You know, yeah, I've already like put a bunch of time into learning how to fucking mold and cast. And I got a pressure pot and like all this shit. But yeah, let's just throw all that away and let's learn something fucking totally different. You know, <laughs> so that's where I'm at now. Uh, I think I think what's going to happen is I'll. I'll I'll come back to the molding and casting my 3D prints is I think where that's really going to yeah for sure yeah I think the I'm waiting for more and more people to blend those um, because it's like uh, I don't know we we can't all 
like I would love to have full toy lines sculpted by Scott Hensey and a team of people, but um, that gives me just that one. And I'm, I get real nervous with that kind of stuff. And I don't know that I can afford Scott at this point, but um, working with um, other people to sculpt digitally is insane. It's so yeah. much quicker. I have the files on hand. I can send it to whoever I need to. That is, and then being able to say like, uh, I don't know, I could print out my own or have people print it out for me or like have one printed in mold and cast. Just that having that option already feels so good for a toy. Uh, when did you start? Because you, though you like you have all these like resin 3D printers right behind you, like going gnarly with it all. You also are learning how to sculpt and you learned how to sculpt because you're a part of a massive conglomerate of artists. And so you want to talk yeah. about that a little bit? Yeah, I'd love to talk about that because Dimension X, Dave over at Dimension X Toys has like really changed the trajectory of where like my mind was. Mm-hmm. It's like totally focused on Ninja Turtles and He-Man smashed together. And that's like all I was going to fucking do. And then he like brought up this, you know, getting together and like uh, doing like a collab with a bunch of different artists. And that's 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 really like but then I was like, because I almost didn't post that kind of shit on my page because it was all just, you know. My Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mixed with He-Man kind of shit. And then once I started posting, I was like, well, you know, I can fucking do whatever the fuck I want. Like, I don't have to just like stick myself in these two mashups like i can do whatever fuck i want so that 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 really opened up a lot and like dave at dimension x toys is fucking awesome dude and the whole make a mutant project is a lot of fun man there's like so many fucking just amazing amazing digital sculptors in that in that like i'm i'm very very thankful to be in there with them for sure yeah, I, it's uh insane. I can just say, like, that's a good way to describe it. Like, a whole international collective coming together to breathe life into this, what is so crazy to me, this fictional toy-like line that at any moment as a kid, I would have bought those toys. Because they have that craziness. Like, Street Sharks and Cowboys and Moo Mesa were my thing growing up. And so... Because of that, they just look so outlandish. And I like was into that. The total like Mutant X or whatever the first one was. That's I think you're the one I got it from because I had to like get one immediately because it was so weird looking. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I sent you the, that first that first one that we did. So that was that was based off of like a uh, Ninja Turtle toy already. So it really had that vibe to it. <clears throat> the ones that we're doing now are all based off of uh, a model that uh, Rebel 3D did, and I kind of like put the articulation and shit into that piece, so it's a lot easier to uh, articulate now. As where before we really made it, where it's like this is what we use. Uh, it's a lot of like doing it all, like taking taking some time and like fucking putting the articulation into it. Because now I can just like set the pieces there and then click a button and it's fucking articulated, sliced, sliced apart. Like all the pegs are into it. Just like just a bullion. So uh, 
I have no clue where I was going with that. <laughs> no, no, no. That it was just like a, it's just a rad thing to see because it's like they're outlandish in in how they look. I remember where I was going with that. Is like the, the the scale of the newer ones are just just so cool, man. I got a few of them on my desk upstairs, and they're like that general drag scale, you know, where it's like really it's even bulkier than the one that you got, and they're just they just look so fucking cool and like. Each piece is just so unique and because we, we don't know what the other person's fucking doing. It's just like, here, make, make, make this part and then we'll put it all together at the end. And it's so far, they've, every single one has just been way better than the last one. So, yeah, you know, I've wanted, I think we might've talked about this. I've wanted to do um, a massive giveaway and partner with you guys to figure out how to like, get more people's eyes on this, but I don't know how I would ever do it because the figures like I can't, uh, I don't know. I, I like my brain can't functionally feel out how packaging would go for what there's six now, five now. I think there's five right now. Yeah. And so in my head, it's like, Oh, that's a five pack. And like the winner gets a five pack unpainted but you have a whole nether toy line and it's just yeah it's crazy because i i didn't think that when i was first getting into making toys i had thought like oh it'd be crazy cool to have someone make a whole toy line and i didn't even think that was something that you do um but just I, like how wrong i was in the very beginning and to see that like whole groups of people are doing this shit now yeah. 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 And it, it was a great idea that, that, uh, dimension X toys came up with, man. I mean, and he got the right people. Yeah. I mean, right there at the first, the first one, I mean, we got the right people. I mean, we've all got to get along really well. And now, now it's kind of ballooned into like, fuck, I think it's like 26 to 30 people or something in it now. So it's kind of hard to really, get the same uh relationship that that i developed with the first seven mm-hmm. so it's kind of you know there are there are some just amazing amazing people in that though uh, uh shout out to everybody in that for sure yeah we'll list them uh because that uh he read them off i don't know if you listened to the making a mutant episode he ended up reading all of them off and i i had to go back and re-listen because I had to remember like which ones to tag. I, I think I sent a message to you guys of like, send me some screenshots guys. Cause this is tough. Um, but yeah, it's so rad to see. And the scale uh, I, I'm in love with like the giant Ninja turtle figures as well. Yeah. And so in my head, it's like having each one of those as a massive figure. That's, just know that that's on my list. I have like a list of things I want to achieve. It's on my list to get back to you guys. Like, hey, I need a uh, a twelve inch figure of each. Yeah, take my money. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's probably the the thing that's going to hurt us the most is like once we do figure out that we want to make money off this is like how does everybody how does everybody get something you know. Mm-hmm. I think that 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 would that would be difficult, but yeah, man, fucking twelve inch figures. I know uh, Dave 
Dane's got one of the first one. Mm-hmm. And it, it looks it looks so rad. And it's in like in pink and black. He hasn't painted it yet, but the thing is rad as hell. Are you going to uh, DesignerCon this year? Unfortunately, no. Uh, they invited me and was like, man, come on out. I was like, uh, I already took my vacation. Yeah. Because they're, they're going to have, I think he's bringing a bunch of those there. And I'm I'm just stoked to be able to pick it up. Yeah. Because it's going to be a moment of like, all right, you sold me. What do I need <laughs> to do to you, like, to get to this? Um. So as you started, like, you talked about this idea of mashing up He-Man and Ninja Turtles. Like, that was for some reason your go-to. Tell me about that. So I'm like a professional like a perfectionist like i i if i'm going to sell something to somebody mm-hmm. i to work exactly this like how it's supposed to so when i started selling the he hip stuff that was kind of my thing where i i didn't really know that i wanted to sell it to people because you know they don't work with every figure but like let's the, 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 we can get back to that anyway but uh so god damn it I lost the train of thought. <laughs> um, what were we? T- uh, oh, the He-Man Ninja Turtles. Oh, all right, yeah. With that, uh, yeah. I mean, like uh, the first one that I did, I did it all by hand. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a Ninja Turtle He-Man mashup. Like it, that's exactly what it is. Like it's just. Uh, I sculpted a Ninja Turtle on top of a He-Man body. Mm-hmm. What I did for the first one. Then I did Shreddator. So it's like a mixture of like Shredder and Skeletor. And it's got like Skeletor's face. And you can and he's got this like mask that you put over top of it. And like it looks it, it looks like Ske- uh, Shredder, but it's like the, the He-Man scale. Uh, and then I did Battle Rat, which is like a splinter mixed with Battle Cat kind yeah. of thing. I actually sculpted that one in wax first and then went back and re-sculpted it in ZBrush uh, recently, more, more recently. So uh, I don't know, man, those were like, they, those were always my favorite too. It was like He-Man and Ninja Turtles. And it's just like, what I wanted to do was like, what if the Ninja Turtles came out, with you know Mattel in 80s instead of He-Man is really what I was what I was going after or what I was the original idea for this Instagram was yeah and it's a it's a combination uh that I haven't ever seen which is rad yeah there's uh there's been a few that I've that I've seen but most of the time it's the the turtle scale but it's like a He-Man turtle and he's got like hair. I, I, I can't remember who, who did it, but, but it was like the Ninja Turtle scale is where mine's like the, the He-Man scale. Mm. I love finding um, toy artists that like, they're the only one I know of that do something. One of the ones is, man, I, I have no idea how to pronounce their name. If it's like Rajin or Rajin toys. And they bootleg only um, uh, street sharks. Oh, they only, cool. Yeah, and they like they're so expensive, but they're so good. And each one, it looks like sharks that you just didn't get released that they were modeled after, and they're so sick. 
Yeah, I'll definitely have to look them up after we get off this interview. That's yeah. Um, so tell me about he, like how that started with the he hip thing. We brought it up a couple times. You, we talked about like, you had to make your own kind of resin for it, like your own concoction. Um, but then you said in passing that it doesn't work for every figure. So this is. Yeah. So it doesn't work for every figure just because like the He-Man line stretches so long that it works with a lot of them. Like. A whole lot of them, but uh, like certain ones that doesn't work. Let me think of ones that it doesn't work with. Uh, it doesn't work with uh, Leech because Leech's legs are like like one of the specialty. If it's got the fur trunks on him, which most of them do, it'll work with those. But like Leech was kind of like a different sculpt. And uh, so they, they use different uh, dick parts, dick and ass parts. In the, instead of uh what the he-man toys used yeah. uh so so it, it works with a lot of them though. yeah are you uh i mean now that you said it that way whenever i need something sculpted i'm gonna ask it like oh i need the dick and ass parts like help me i need just that part yeah dick and ass parts <laughs> um are you like have you perfected it enough so that like it, it when it does like it works super well because I have the he hips on the mutant figure, correct? Uh, th those okay. So the cool thing about the mutant figure, no, those are not he hips. Okay. The, about the, the mutant figure is you can stick a Ninja Turtle leg on that, and it'll fucking work because it turns right. It's a turning uh, like a different shape. Yeah, well, that's the part for the leg, just because it's three D printed. Uh, it's, it, you know, resin's hard, so you can't like just squeeze it around it. So there's like a little key part for the figures that we're doing for, uh, and that's how the, the, the bastards of the multiverse legs work too, is it's, it's like a key. But if you just took a regular Ninja Turtle leg, it'll pop right on there too. Same, same thing with the, the he hips. If you put a he hip in your Skeletor and want to stick a, a fucking Ninja Turtle leg on it. You, you can totally do that. Yeah. So are you, here's the question as a part of this whole making the mutant thing is your role. Are you able to create pieces still, or is your role mainly just making sure that the figure functions like a toy and you, it all hooks together. Thursday night, 7 p.m. YouTube Live, it's Toys Alive! Toys Alive! Toys Alive! Toys Alive! There's way cool artist unboxing. No Accounts under a thousand followers. What? Art out there for 30 bucks or less. Collector Spotlight. Ooh, Current upcoming shows and drops. Giveaways. Short chats with artists. <laughs> news from the hood. 100% indie, all the time. That's, That's Toys Live! Thursday nights, 7 p.m. PST, YouTube Live. Uh, so I have, I have two. I, I get to do two roles every time. I get to make a part and then put everybody's shit together and make sure it works. So, okay. Then the other question: Have you gotten a bunch of parts that just don't work, and you have to like readjust or like shape them differently so they fit better? Yes, I have. Every every time we do one of these, I have to unfortunately change a little bit of some of the artist stuff just to make it fit together everybody for the most part's been really cool about it 
there's been a, a couple people that are like, dude, like, why'd you do that? And <laughs> why'd you do that? Well, because your shit didn't fit. Like, yeah. that simple. That we're working on right now for the uh, F is for Frankenstein with Blab Monkey number nine. Uh, yeah, this one's going to be a fucking nightmare. Is it just all out of scale? Uh, well, the the model that they 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 picked to uh, go off of was, was just just a horrible a horrible choice. But it it's it's turned out to be like one of the coolest fucking ones because like each person that got that are on my team, uh, they just did their own fucking thing. So. It it it's not an it's not a it's like totally it's not based on anything. It's just fucking it is what it is right now, and it's it's looking pretty fucking rad. Rad, rad. Yeah. I love that it's coming together. I'm so with you like at one point doing resin casting, sculpting, all that stuff, and then completely leaving that behind to divert to zbrush and like resin printing and now figuring out how you're going to do them both together like what's next for bastards of the multiverse vehicles oh shut the heck up that's so sick yes yes vehicles are are definitely something i want to get into yeah are we so don't i mean you got to give more than like are you gonna mash vehicles together you're gonna sculpt your own vehicles what what's coming on what's going yeah, all all the above. I'm gonna mash vehicles together. I'm gonna sculpt my own. Uh, I've got some ideas for. Uh, so, Bastards of the Multiverse. There's actually a story that I've come up with behind it. So it's not just like me just smashing stuff together. Like I've actually come up with like this stupid fucking story and like how shit works and why shit's the way it is. And uh, eventually. Once we get down, once I fucking actually get back to it, because I've kind of like let myself just be like, oh, this is cool. Let's go do this. This is cool. Let's go do this. And I've kind of left a lot of that shit behind, but I'm, I'm going to get back to it. But eventually we get to go into like the Star Wars universe and you get to see like that's when the vehicles are going to come in. It's like you get, you'll get to see like He-Man and Star Wars shit vehicles like mashed together so you're gonna have like a slave one that you could put a fucking uh he-man toy in kind of thing yeah so that's badass that you could like you're doing that but so here's do you have a large scale printer or are you gonna have to break this down into little parts i actually i i have four large scale printers upstairs okay so i it's 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 kind of become my addiction since i've i've uh learned about the 3d printing is like oh i can't do it i can't do that with this printer i have to buy a fucking bigger one and now i'm getting ready to buy an even bigger one that can do like 17 inches by 15 inches by 15 inches so (laughs) yeah i uh i don't know if dave ever told you but they're like one of the ways I started talking to him is I was talking about I want a three foot Rancor toy. Yeah. And we had talked about like how it's it's just not justifiable with the amount of like stuff it would take to do it. And it would cost 
thousands versus if I just did it myself. Uh, but you are like getting to the point where your printers are almost that scale. Like you can print so much less. Yeah, the the four that I have right now are are twelve cubed, so mm. twelve inch, which I thought at the time, you know, I bought one of them and uh, I let it sit there forever because uh, with the the filament, the FDM printers, you have to level the bed, and if that bed's off a little bit. Once you get all the way up to the top, you could be like having a print for four days and then all of a sudden it fucking fell over or something. It knocked itself over. So uh, that thing set for about a year. And then I wanted to make these Shogun Godzillas. So I was like, all right, I got to figure this fucking thing out. So I figured it out and then I got it printing. Everything was printing perfect. So then I was like, all right, I got to get some more of these fucking things because I had a, a toy show that I was uh, that I was doing and I wanted to have some of these Shogun Godzillas at it. And the toy show was like a month away. And the body itself, the body itself takes four days to fucking print. So I bought four, four of these, uh, four of these and just fucking just ran them into the ground, man. And uh, great printers. Uh, once, once you get past, cause a lot of people, I think, cause especially me, when I, when I first started hearing about the 3d printing is like, oh, you know, you just push a button and it fucking prints it and you don't really have to manage it that much. There's a lot of management in these fucking, to make sure everything prints correctly. It's like the resin printers are really finicky with like different types of resins that you use. Like you have different settings for everything. You got to do so much like test work to get the shit to work right. So there's an art form to 3d printing too. That's, it's not as hard as like molding, but there's still, there's still some shit to it. But this new one that I'm getting, that's like 17 by 15 by 15 has like an auto leveling. So it does it automatically. So I don't have to fucking fuck with it anymore. Yeah. You, you might be able to get your rancor. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I, you know, um, I, I, it makes my wife nervous because my brain goes like, my brain does the, the problematic thing of like, oh, if I can do this, what else can I do? And so I saw, it's Dave's fault, really. I saw him print the giant figure. And yeah. then um, I thought like, well, shit. Like, I only like the monsters from Star Wars. Like, what what can I do now? And yeah. it just went from there. It got out of hand. And now it's a panic moment of like, oh, it's going to cost me five grand. <laughs> no, I, I think uh, I think three feet tall. Yeah, I don't think it costs you that much. I mean, especially if you make it hollow. Like, the uh, my Shogun Godzillas are, like, hollow. Like, there's, there's no... It, in print it, it fill in there and i can print a shogun godzilla in about a roll and a half of filament and those are 19 inches tall so, oh damn okay now see now we're talking the one that worries me the most too is the wingspan of it yeah and so but hey that's another those arms are pretty long yeah but so with all of this um, and you're moving towards vehicles and stuff, 
are you looking to get to these shows more, get to designer cons and stuff so that you can like, cause what you're doing, we like, maybe I'm just, or maybe we don't see it as often, but what you guys are doing with making a mutant, what you're doing with the wanting to do vehicles, that seems so rad and works perfectly with the resin casting side. And so are you going to try to get to all those things, run booths, do all that kind of stuff? Uh, I've done a few, uh, toy, toy shows so far, and I've, I've fallen in love with it, man. Mm -hmm. And I would be able to go to Decon or DKE Con or any of that stuff. I wish they weren't in like New York and like San Diego and like shit like that. Cause I'm like agoraphobic. I hate being around tons of people and like California and New York kind of freak me out. Yeah, I'm in San Diego right now, and it's it's packed. Yeah. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. And the toy shows that I have been doing are, are like, really small. Uh, so, I, I don't know. I'll have, I'll have to get over a lot of things. I'm assuming you function a lot with collabs then, right? People are, like, constantly asking for collaborations and all those things? Uh, I have a few. Not as many as, as, as I, I'd like. But um, I'm also I also feel like I'm just like starting because I haven't really sold mm -hmm. a whole. You know, I've done some action figures for a dude here in town. I've done some of those Shogun Godzillas. My first my first drop was for my son's entrepreneur affair uh, when he was in fifth grade. We made little fucking uh, Fortnite figures. Great. Fucking sculpted them, molded them, casting them. Fucking sold out in like 15, 20 minutes. It was it was, it was pretty awesome. Uh, uh, but yeah, I haven't really sold a lot of things because I don't feel like they're perfect yet. You know? Okay. Yeah. So collaborations are open. Collaborations are definitely open. I've done some stuff for some Safubi companies and uh, some other some other people. So yeah, I'd love I love to collab with people for sure. Hell yeah. So the last part, just like every other artist that I bring on, I fall in love with this part of the podcast. Share how we get in touch with you, everything you've got going on that you want people to know about, and then how we can get to you and get those prints and get those things from you. Uh, Instagram, Bastards of the Multiverse. Uh, that's that's pretty much where I'm at. I have a Facebook page where you can buy the He Hips on. Uh, which is Bastards of the Multiverse on Facebook. Uh, but I really don't post very much stuff there. I'm, I'm sure those people think they're just like, I, I, he hasn't posted anything in forever, but I actually just post stuff on, on Instagram for the most part. And you and I'm, I'm pretty quick to respond on, on Instagram. So sick. Dude, thank you so much for coming on Toys on Tap. And thanks for having me. Cassette. They were star-crossed lovers in a western town. Oh, this western town's so beautiful. Yeah, girl. Not as beautiful as me, though. Uh. 
Okay. Suddenly call the police. There's a bad man around. I'm the bad man. <laughs> Evil laugh. What do we do? But he wanted to shoot them with the gun. Running down, underground. He was in a dive bar in the western town. It all seemed lost, and that's when, coming from the sky, huh? not a bird, not a plane. What well, kind of a bird? Because he's a chicken. It was chicken burger. Western hero. That's right, guys. I'm here to help you out. Hey, bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Time to get punched in the face. <laughs> it's an epic adventure like never before. Thank you, Chicken Burger Disco. Just doing my job, man. Available soon on video cassette.